Quick Save Club. Everybody and welcome back to the Quick Save Club. And what is the Quick Save Club? You may be asking yourself. The Quick Save Club is a PC-focused spin-off of the Cartridge Club, where for two months at a time, we choose either a retro, classic, or indie PC game to play. We're all about that personal computer, guys. During these two months, we discuss our experiences as we play the PC game of the bi-month or of the two months with the quicksave club community on discord located at bit.ly slash quicksave discord and the forums at www.cartridgeclub.org for august and september we will be playing the first person rpg fallout new vegas and in the upcoming months we will be playing torchlight 2 screamer 2 and drumroll a big announcement stick to the very end of the podcast to hear what we're going to be playing after screamer 2 if any of this sounds like fun to you hit us up on twitter at quicksave club or join us on discord and as a quick reminder to check out all of the sister podcasts that are on this beautiful feed and others their games of the month for june are for the cartridge club prime podcast they're going to be playing the witcher 3 and uh, CC Portable actually wrapped up completely, so check out the final episode that just recently released on this feed. That was an awesome podcast, and I think listening to Curtis, Bear Down Mars, and Matt Bandy reminisce about the class, you know, about the entire podcast and just talk through all the games. It, it was a really entertaining podcast, so I recommend checking that out. And also over. At our sister podcast, they do a Game of the Month show. It's RF Generations. They're going to be playing Elite Beat Agents and Rhythm Heaven. So let's jump into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Quick Save Club, your PC Game of the Month show. This, I guess, past two months, we've been playing Antichamber, which is a little indie puzzler. My name is Josh, also known as Frantic, and I have uh, Kevin here with me, Barrett on Mars. Hey now, and uh, Ryan, Retro Gamer Randy. Hello. Uh, so I guess we'll start off the podcast this episode with some fun facts. Fun, fun. Who wants to read the first one here? I can read the first one. So these fun facts are about Antichamber, correct? Yes, they're about okay. Antichamber, the PC <laughs> game that we played. Yes. Well, should, should we do the description of it that you have here? Or are you going to do that? Never mind. Yeah. I'll do the, I mean, I can do it. Um, let's see. Yeah. For the months of June and July, we played Andy Chamber. Andy Chamber is a first-person puzzle platform game created by Australian developer Alexander Demruth Bruce. We're probably going to be referring to him as Bruce in the fun facts. Many of the puzzles are based on phenomena that occur within impossible objects created by the game engine, such as the passages that lead the player to different locations depending on which way they face and structures that seem otherwise impossible within normal three-dimensional spaces. This is often referred to as non-Euclidean geometry game design. This game 
includes elements of psychological exploration through brief messages of advice to help the player figure out solutions to the puzzles, as well as adages for real life. The game was released on Steam for Microsoft Windows on January 31st, 2013. So uh, go ahead and uh, jump, jump us into that first fun fact. Okay, Antichamber started as early as 2006 as Brucey Baby. Brucey uh, Baby. Ideas for an arena combat game based on expanding the mechanics of the game Snake into a <laughs> multiplayer experience. So that's the, the old phone game, Snake. Mm -hmm. uh, full development of the game, initially called Hazard, did not start until 2009 and continued into 2010. Brucey Baby developed the game using Unreal, the Unreal Engine 3. This does not look like an Unreal Engine 3 game. No. As, as Brucey Baby iterated through its design, he dropped the combat portion and chose to focus more on a single-player puzzle game along with the psychology of puzzles, eventually adding the subtitle The Journey of Life in 2009. Hmm. Ah. Interesting. Have any of you have ever seen? It's kind of a comedy uh, kung fu movie called "They Call Me Bruce." Have you ever no. seen that? No. Okay. It's about a guy who gets mistaken for Bruce Lee, and it's just basically a kung fu comedy. Sorry, he was <laughs> Bruce. Just made me think of that. Anyway, fun fun fact number two: This change came about how he was able to create impossible object spaces with the Unreal Engine which came about as a result of a rookie error in coding. Bruce recognized that there was a single-player game behind creating spaces and puzzles where the player would have to work out how the rules work and expand the game in that direction and confuse the hell out of you in the process. Anyway. <laughs> a little confusing, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. Right, well, next fun fact. As he worked out puzzles, he found that injecting philosophical ideas helped to lead help to lead the puzzle designs or otherwise augment established puzzles and made that part of Andy Chambers approach the game's simple art style was partially to distinguish the game from other unreal engine games while also to aid in masking the work behind the inverse lighting systems used in the game hmm. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack for antichamber consists of ambient music the music involves over the course of the game, starting with nothing more than one ambient layer in the first level and gradually progressing into a complex soundscape. Hmm. I don't I I don't think I made it. You didn't beat the game. I didn't make it to the the complex soundscape. I think I, I think. was listening to podcasts while playing it, so I didn't Oh terrible. I didn't listen to the music. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, no. how, how dare I? How dare I podcast and chill while playing the game? But, uh, but yeah, so that's pretty cool, though. Um, I always like the idea of games coming about by accident, you know? Yeah, that's, uh, cool. that's always fun because it's it, it's kind of – because it sounded like he was just going to make another game that was just, I don't know, some multiplayer snake, whatever, whatever. And I'm sure it would have been an interesting concept, too. But then, like, you make a little mistake, and then you go, aha, hey, what if, you know, that's always fun. I like always hearing those stories where a game developer is like, well, it started like this. It's like it started as an apple, and then it turned into a rhinoceros, you know? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. But, well, the, the Devil May Cry, that was supposed to be Resident Evil 4. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember there's, hearing so, about there's that. tons of games that are like that. We we've covered a few games that were they started oh, yeah. off as one thing and then they co- become something else. Yeah, like Thief, which uh, sounded a lot more cool than the game we actually ended up playing. <laughs> yeah. So sure uh, sequels got better. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, the sequels are better. I'm I'm just I'm just joshing them. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, was this your first time playing this game? Um, any history with it? Uh, did you get stuck while you played? Uh, Kevin, what do you think? Um, boy, this is going to. If if I answer all three of these, it's just going to. Uh, That'll be it. Blow everything <laughs> I have to say. Okay. Uh, for the, for the rest of the show. Uh, Start uh, with the first time playing it. Or not. First time playing. Yeah, yeah, this is my first time playing it. Um, I, I have no history with this game. Yes, I did get stuck. How's that? I'll be okay. Sounds good. Uh, what about you, Ryan? First time playing it, um, uh, and uh, never really was able to get into like first-person shooter puzzle games in the past. Like I've, I've tried with, I've never given them a fair shake either, though. So that's on my end. So that's why I was kind of excited to to try this to see if it is in my wheelhouse. But uh, uh, as for getting stuck. Uh, yeah, it was um, it was quite uh, confusing to me at times. I would have to say. Uh, this is not my first time play, but this is the first time I actually sat down and figured it out because I did get stuck the first time I did try it way back, probably 2015, 2014, like a couple years after it came out, and uh, decided to say, you know, I picked this game, so I might have made a mistake. I don't know if you guys hated it or not, but I, I had a good time trying to figure it out this time. I actually did so. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Let's let's go ahead and just talk about like what the gameplay, the graphics look like. What do you guys think about uh, the graphics of the game? I uh, I enjoyed the graphic style. I'm always enjoy more minimalist graphics anyway in 3D engines. I think that's much more creative. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of ultra realistic graphics when it's not needed. And in this case, you didn't. Obviously, it. it you didn't need it because it was part of the gimmick. Like the graphics in this game was actually part of the puzzle itself, you know? Uh, so I don't think you could have gotten away with doing a more realistic art style with this. I don't even know if you could. I mean, I guess if you could pick different kinds of art contrast, like maybe a painting style or a acrylic style or something, but it, it worked for this. I, 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 like I said, and I enjoyed the minimalist, kind of a uh, way of, and how they use the colors to, I guess, not really, I guess, tell a t- story, but tell, you know, tell you what you need to, to know in the puzzle, hopefully. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, I, I think the little quotes and stuff is a little condescending in this game. We're a little, little uh, trying to be artsy. I, I don't know. I mean, I used to start ignoring them after a while. They, they don't really they like do anything. To the puzzles really as good as they probably think they do i don't think i don't know when my kids I watch no me what play they're it, talking about yeah when my kids watch me play they're like oh there's another one read it daddy you know and they wanted to see what the little sayings were and they were cute they were fine they were apparently supposed to uh, help give you hints and if i was a smarter person i probably would have been able to figure out those hints but you know oh <laughs> uh, what do you think about the graphics kevin uh, they were they were fine, you know. They're they fine. they were, yeah. I mean, they they were functional. Um, like I, I wasn't, I I didn't think they looked terrible. I I didn't appreciate that. Uh, I couldn't play the game in 4K on my 4K monitor. I think the maximum was 19. 
1900 by 1200 which i thought that that's really bizarre so i had to i had to downgrade it to 1080p um it's older game but yeah well 2013 i mean come on i i'm playing True. Fallout new vegas what, what right happens? now in 4k now, well, they're going to back to some old DOS games, you know, and you're not so going to be able to team, though, right? You know, he, he probably didn't go back and patch it for 4K. Well, those old uh, DOS games, you can go in the DOS box and you can uh, upscale them to uh, 4K. If you, I if you still play most of my games at 720p most of the time. I know, you know? Yeah, so, I know, but uh, I am uh, but you're more refined. More refined That's in right. elitist, you know, dare That's we right. say. Well, uh, <laughs> Here's what it is. I have a 4K monitor, and I like to. And you want to uh, make sure you're okay. using it to its fullest. Yeah. That's right, in 4K if I can. And uh, that, that was it. That was the only thing. Like, um, it felt everything kind of felt. And I know this is going to be brought up a lot in this show. The comparisons are going to be about Portal a lot, and I did feel a little bit of Portal vibe, mm. uh, just like with the aesthetic and all that. Like you could tell that they were going for. You know, nothing super realistic or anything like that. It's supposed to be like a clean, sterile environment that you're in. And uh, I definitely, if that was what they were going for, I definitely got that. Yeah, I do appreciate the art style. Very stark colors. You know, here's your purple room. Here's your blue room. Here's your green room. Here's your red room. You know, and then each of the guns you pick up. So basically you get guns that shoot cubes and suck in cubes. And that's one of the primary things you use to, you know, solve the puzzles in the game. And uh, as you go along, each gun has different, like, uh, properties. properties. Yeah, like the yellow yellow gun, you could take the cube and drag it to make more cubes. And then, like, the red one, you can suck up a bunch of cubes and get, like, basically infinite cubes by the end of the game. Pretty much, you can just, like, suck up a bunch of them and just, like, use it to, like, climb up really high and stuff. It's pretty fun. It's kind of cool, a cool mechanic if you can get to the red red gun because uh, some of those puzzles are a little. Uh, I sat there for maybe thirty minutes on a couple of those, just like, what do I do here? Just staring mm. at like a grid on the wall, like, what do I do? And then I eventually would figure it out, but uh, yeah, I did get stuck a couple times, but it was more just me fiddling with it for a while till I figured it out. Then did getting you comfort. look up any? Um, hints or anything like that, or watch? Actually, any- I had to look up where the end of the game was because it's kind of off the beaten path a little bit and basically it literally says exit above the door and i was like oh okay now i got the red gun so basically it has like these red blocks which you could suck up so you could suck up all the red blocks out of there and then go into that room and start the end of the game well which, maybe we should we should explain this game a little yeah, bit for anyone can who hasn't it. played it go ahead uh, yeah me, uh, I had no idea what the heck was going on. It's a weird game. It really is. I, I know that this was going to be one of those you guys are either going to bounce off of or you're going to like it because I, I knew that's kind of how I, I, I thought yeah. of it at first. I like I like the concept and I, I thought it was pretty like interesting. So pretty much you start out in like this basically like square room and then you kind of teleport inside this like maze that uh, kind of tricks you in different ways. So Good example is the first area you walk into, you're going to see two staircases. There's a yellow and a blue staircase. And then it's like, okay, which one do I go down? You go down the yellow staircase and then you end up in the same hallway. And you're like, okay. And you do that a few times. You try the blue one. What the hell? And then, of course, you just end up turning around after you go through a staircase. And it changes the environment. Yes. So basically, the whole point of this game is it plays with your perspective throughout the entire thing, which is... Very uh, can be very uh, 
disorienting. Disorienting. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Yeah. It's and like, it's like those impossible like 3D art you see where it's like a chair that loops in on itself or something like that. It's it's kind of doing that where like you'll get in a room and the room's not what it seems and you turn a corner. And you'd think it's going to be another room, but it's something else or something. Like, and, and it doesn't. And that's kind of where that minimalist style comes in because it'll just be white. But then you'll turn and realize that that white was actually something else. And now it's a blue whatever box that you couldn't see initially. But if you looked up and then looked down again, there it was. It's it's so yes, it's very disorientating. <laughs> yeah. So as you progress through the game as well, like you can exit out of. Like if you're stuck at a puzzle or something like that, you can exit out and brings yeah. you back to that main room and your progress is on the wall. You can see a map of where you've been and what you've done and, and you, you can need to go. teleport to different spots. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And oh. like I, I did like that. That's kinda of, kind of you know, I, I did like having that one room to go to all the time. And the thing about <laughs> the thing about that is like you will get stuck. Like, I think that they purposely put, they kind of put Roblox in your way. You think you can possibly solve this puzzle, but you don't have like the specific, like, I, I don't know if they're portal guns, they're cube guns, I guess. You don't have the specific one you need for this puzzle, but you think you do. So you're sitting there messing with it. Like, okay, maybe I can make it work with this basic one, but then you realize, no, I can't. So, okay, well, I'll exit out. We'll try a different route. And, um, and I'm going to see how that can be a turnoff for people like some people are fine with that like oh like some people are fine with bashing their head against the wall for 30 minutes trying something and then finally realizing i guess i don't have the right piece for it and then other people will just be like well i just bashed my i just wasted 30 minutes so i didn't have the tool for it and it never told me you know so that was i could feel like that could be very divisive for some people who play this game is you're not going to really get any hints and the hints they do give you Okay, like I said, maybe maybe I just didn't catch the hint properly, but it still didn't seem like it told you anything, you know? So it, it, it's kind of going in blind and staying that way for almost almost the entire game. It is like yeah. that the whole game. Like, yeah. And the hints do kind of make... I feel like the hints make more sense after you solve the puzzle. Is that's what's funny oh, to me. Yeah, like, yeah. Then, then you like, get the aha moment. You know? Yeah, yeah. Solve the they're puzzle. Abstract. Like the, the 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 hints are really abstract and really, I think they, you know, they they hinder <laughs> you more than like once you get it, it's like, oh, okay, that's what they're talking about. Oh, but yeah. I I didn't feel like as if they really helped uh, much at all. It's more and if, something that you looked at after you were done the puzzle, and like, oh, oh yeah. that's what they're talking about. And it could be distracting because you could be thinking one way and then you look at that hint and that gets stuck in your head and you start thinking the wrong way because it, you're like, well, this hint is obviously trying to tell me something and then you never go anywhere with it. And then, like you say, like, oh, it actually was meaning this instead of that, you know. But, no. Uh, <laughs> um, personally, I I did have fun trying to figure out the puzzles. I, and I, I do like this type of game. Um I liked uh, the witness, which was I actually never beat it, but it's a similar. It's a more beautiful game, like it's about it's in the scenery, but it has sliding puzzles and stuff, hmm. and it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. And then like I like Portal, and this type of game is just up my alley. So uh, I just I I I personally had a good time trying to solve them, even though occasionally I would be like, "What the fuck do you want me to do? What do you want right. me to do here?" Well, so, let's let's talk a little bit about the puzzles in the game, like what 
kind of puzzles are we talking here? What are we doing with these puzzles? Yeah, like the I did say there's a cube gun. So say right. It's hard to describe. So basically like there is a grid on the wall and it's like you have to fill this grid with four cubes and then you can go find a blue cube, you suck it up with your gun and you put the cube in the wall and then you put the all four parts and the door will open up or a force field thing will go down or whatever and you go through the next area. Yeah. Like you'll yeah. uh, you'll you'll pass by a, a laser sensor, and uh, if you pass by the laser sensor, the door in front of you closes. Mm -hmm. Well, you can pick up one of these cubes that you you can find, mm -hmm. and when the door is up, you can stick like one of the cubes underneath the door to keep it from falling. So you pass through the laser, the door stays up. You can move through the door, and then you can grab your cube back. The door closes behind you, but you got your cube to go and do something, something else. It's almost like the cube in Portal. Um, Except instead of one big cube that you can use and move around, or I, it's in Half Life Two as well, right? That uh, cube, um, or maybe it isn't. I don't know what the heck. They, have, they, have, they have a gravity like, gun in, in Half Life Two. Yeah, right. right. Uh, well, so it's, it's the same, like that same yeah, kind of physics, physics thing. thing yeah. in, in like, I remember now, there were some physics puzzles in Half Life Two. Anyway, here, here's a question: Since we are bringing up Portal, I actually haven't played a lot of Portal. I okay, played well, it a little bit. You're off the show. I've played it though, but <laughs> but I never played through it or anything. Um, I, I I won't tell you what I actually played it on. You'll really be pissed at me. Oh my god. Um, anyway, uh, so how big is the comparison between those two? Like playing all the way through. I, I'm assuming you've played through Portal before. Like, yeah. is there is there a connection between these two? Is it if you liked Portal, do you think you would enjoy this or? I think mm -hmm. this game is derived, like there's a lot of it that you can tell that they took inspiration from Portal. If there is one thing that this game did for me, it was made me appreciate Portal more yeah. than ever. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a lot of shortcomings in this game that, and I, and I know it's a little bit unfair to compare the two because this game is an indie game that's built, I don't know, I, I'm guessing like a, if there was a dozen people that worked on it, that's I'm probably overestimating. Uh, compared to oh, it's that wow. one guy. That one. Uh, it's just the one guy. Right. Creepy baby. That's the only person who did it. Creepy yeah. baby. Brucey. Okay. Brucey. Yeah. Brucey baby was the only one, eh? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, and so it might be a little unfair to compare it, but like, I, I, I'm sorry. It's just it's it's okay. a much much better game. Yeah, Portal is a masterpiece. Like hands down, one of the best games ever made. Like right. honestly, and then and I I think that was made by a small team as well. At least the first Portal, but. I think the way that Portal, like, there's there's visual cues in Portal that this doesn't have because it purposely messes with your vision. You know what I mean in this yeah. game. So like in in Portal, you can look. Okay, that wall you can't put a portal on, but over here you can. Yeah. And then oh, that looks where, like where I need to put the cube on. And then you can kind of visually see where the portal is going to be. In this one, there's instances of that, but there's also kind of like okay, what is the function of this gun? Like this portal cube gun thing I have, what do I, what can I do with it? And then you kind of have to mess around in these white rooms and just figure it out. Right. So, so it's a little harder to like visually see what the next step is going to be because portal will just lead you through each of the chambers and you're like, okay, this chamber, I got to use my momentum to get up there to grab the cube. This one is like, okay, I walk down this hallway and then there's a hallway that if you turn left, it'll turn into this hallway. But if I turn right, it'll turn into this hallway. And then it's kind of like trying to wrap your mind around the way that it plays with the, the space, I guess. I feel like I, that's I really my biggest issue with the game. And honestly, it was it was the deal breaker for me. Um, 
because there, do you remember that documentary about uh, the guys that made um, Super Meat Boy? Mm-hmm. There was oh, the first yeah. guys in there. There's this part in that documentary where one of the guys is working on Super Meat Boy, and he's like got this idea in his head for this for this level, you know, and he's like, okay, I can get if I get the character to do this, and then he's he's like working on this level and everything. He's like, I can get the, you know do all this and all this and all this. And at some point he says, okay, at some point I have to explain to the player the mechanic that they need, like, I have to show the player that this is something that they can do, that they have the ability to do, because if I don't, they'll never make it through the level, right? Mm-hmm. So he has to figure out how to do that. And, you know, you can do it so many different ways. You can put little yeah. notes on the, uh, you can actually have like a little tutorial thing or mix yeah. it in or whatever, however you decide to do it. And, this game doesn't do that. It doesn't do it at all. So uh, the part that where I got stuck and I really just I stopped playing the game at this point was that I got to. Um, so the game is like showing you like these little, uh, like I said, those little lasers that you can you can you pass through. It senses you. It'll close a, a trap door on you or whatever. And sometimes you can use like the cubes. Like you can stick a cube uh, where the laser sensor is. So you can walk through or whatever. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I get to this one point and it was just, it was like lasers, like, I don't know, like seven of them uh, pointing down, another seven pointing up, another seven from the left, another seven from the right. And it was just like a grid all the way around. And mm-hmm. the game gives you 12 of those cubes. So you get, so like in Portal, you got one big cube. In this game, you have a gun that can suck up a bunch of little cubes and you can do a bunch of different things. So I, t- I use my gun to pick up the 12 cubes. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, what can I do to get through this? You know, and I'm trying all sorts of different, um, you know, ways. Like I'm, I'm trying to block the top, but then it leaves one on the bottom. If I jump, I'm going to hit one. I got like, it's, it was just, I, I, I spent forever trying to figure this out. You know, I must, I, like, I felt like I spent somewhere between a half an hour to an hour trying to figure this out, trying to do it. I'm like, I don't want to work, look at walkthroughs or anything like that. I'm going to play this game legit. And I, I, you know, I was even doing like the, the uh, the Minecraft thing where you know like when you make your uh, obsidian uh, gateway you don't Portal, put the yeah. stuff you don't put the the ones on the corner because you don't want to waste obsidian stone I was trying all sorts of different things could not get through it I, so I can tell you the solution to that one I, too hold on I, okay what I did was I said okay finally I broke down I broke down and I said okay I gotta go to YouTube and figure this out because it's driving me nuts I just wanted to go to bed too it was it was late at night I was like I just want to go to bed. But th- I'm going to be thinking about this puzzle all night if I don't like look it up. So, <laughs> so I look it up and I look up what to do. And the guy takes the gun and he takes the 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 twelve cubes and he makes a, a rectangle on the wall, and then the cubes fill up in the middle. And then so then he could suck up like so it adds cubes. So at, yeah. when he's finished with, it, he's got about fifty cubes and he just covers it all up and thing. And I'm like, at what point? Did this game Tell show me that. how to do that? Yeah, the yeah, guy forgot the, the this guy forgot the step. You got to show the player a, what you could do with this gun. You can't just like and, and just expect me to to imagine what to do with that. So at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm out. That's a deal breaker to me. Uh, you got to tell me how to get through this stuff. You know, if he gave, if it was something that they showed me earlier on and I forgot or something like that, you know, that's on me. You know. But to just throw you out there with, like, who would assume that you could do something like that with this? Stu- like, I don't know. The- I think 
I, I think the main thing here is, and I, I think another good example of what you're talking about with like the Super Meat Boy, I think uh, Eagle Raptor did a thing called Sequelitis, and he talked about Mega Man X and how in just the first stage alone, it taught you all the mechanics without right. telling, yes. you know, yeah. like you'd fall down a pit, so you'd have to wall jump, you know, and something like that. But, you know, you have some games, you know, you, you've heard the, uh, you heard the problem where games that tell you too much to the point where it's like, yeah. It ruins it for There's you. There's a balance. There's they're holding in your hand. This has the exact opposite, where it kind of takes and it doesn't tell you enough. Uh, and so, yeah, again, there are people who are just like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to learn it all on my own. That's great. Blah 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 blah. But again, if you're not taught the mechanic, you know, if you come across it by accident, fine, that's great. But what about all the other people who don't? You know, and you have to look it up. You know. Uh, so who knows? Maybe this is a game that was meant to have a uh, a, a user manual with it or something. I don't know. I don't or so. he or he was expecting people to write giant playthroughs for it and to look at it. But you know, you have to have that balance. You have to have somewhere someone going, "Oh, you have this new weapon. Okay, what do I do with it?" And use one of those little diagrams that show you hints to to tell you, "Hey, if you make a square, you'll get more." You know, yeah, they can even make it a riddle like. Filling your square, well, blah oh, yeah. blah blah, or you don't something. Have to tell yeah, straight out, you can just you get that mechanic, and you immediately get a puzzle that kind of shows you a simple puzzle to show you how to use that mechanic, and then right. it progresses. You know, there's a yeah. gun later in the gun game. I think it's the blue. There's four guns, so you start off with one where you can just do one cube. I, I think I might have got two. <laughs> yeah, and then the second one is the one Kevin was talking about. I think it's like a yellow or a green, yellowish. I don't know the color. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's like a yellow or a green. I'm colorblind, so I don't know which color it is. But basically, you fill, you could fill in like that or suck in multiple cubes. And then you get one that's blue. And I was like, what does this one do differently? I didn't know what it did. So yeah. I had to look this one up. This is where I had to Google. Basically, you use the middle mouse button and say you have a wall in front of you that's just pure cubes. You can drag. It makes like a pointer, like a line. And all the cubes will follow this line. So say okay. you have a wall in front of you, you can just put the line across the room and the cubes will go to the across the room and you can walk through the door because the cubes all follow that line. Mm. So I didn't know that for a while and there was a puzzle I'm stuck on. I'm like, what do I do here? And then the guy just like does it. So, I mean, I agree with you. Like he, he does it, does the little like drag and drop for the, wow. the cubes. And um, if they had little tool tips or like, like I said, little little hints, little like, obscure hints for each of the guns, that would be helpful. Like, you yeah. see the gun sitting there and just have, like, a little one of those wall placards. It's like... Yeah. They kind of show even do. You could even do, like, how Fallout would do it. Like, you know, like, they would even just do a little cutscene or something like that. Hey, you just got this weapon, this oh, thing, yeah. this, or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do it in a real cheesy way or something like that. I think this game was made by a guy who is really good at puzzle games. And that's what he wanted to do is he wanted to put a puzzle game out there that would challenge him. But the problem with that is, is it doesn't challenge the average Joe like, yeah, like me. Like, like Portal does. I, yeah. Like Portal Portal do, it does it very well. Like, yeah. let me tell you, the, the worst baseball manager, and it's already bringing a sports analogy into a video game show, but I'll follow me with this. The worst, the worst baseball manager of all time, all time, was Ted Williams. Ted Williams was one of the best baseball players of all time. Some would say he was the best baseball player of all time. Mm -hmm. He was the last guy to hit over 400 in a season. 
but he, he was an amazing baseball player, but he was a terrible manager. He couldn't teach it, or yeah. That's that, and the reason why he couldn't teach it, why he couldn't teach it, because it came so easy to him. Mm -hmm. He would tell mm -hmm. players, well, just do this. You just do this. And the players could not do it because they were not on his level. And who makes the best baseball managers all the time are the worst players. The guys who came up Underneath and they played five guys. games in the major because they because understood they the struggle. Yeah. They yeah. knew like what they would have to tell you in order for the average Joe to, to – and that's what this guy needed. He needed to take this game to someone like me and have it have me play test what? it for him and tell him, yeah. I can't – like you're too abstract here with these clues. You really got to dumb it down. Uh, <laughs> it's like like me, you know. Is this for the average Joe? Yeah, is this his first game, or is this his yeah. first puzzle game? Probably. I think it, I, I'm pretty sure he's. I'm not 100 sure. I don't know his backstory, but I'm pretty sure it feels like he just kind of finally figured out a game where he can release yeah. to the public. That's really what and, it feels like. Know, and I, I, I hate, I hate to rip on it because, like I said, I do like the visual style. I do like the concepts that he's working with. I really do. But like I said, I've never been able to get into first-person puzzle games. It's I've never. It's not like I've never been able to get into it. I just it was never in my wheelhouse. It was never something I would actively go play. So this was kind of my first deep dive into a first-person puzzle game, which is different from normal puzzle games, obviously, from perspective. And I, I feel like it was an unfair one to start with for me because it was frustrating. But I see what they were going with. And the problem is, is like, because I don't deal with puzzle games, I kind of felt like as I was playing, I was like, is it just me? Am I just missing the yeah. concept completely? You know, because like I said, I, I've never really played these kind of games before. So I'm, I'm kind of glad I wasn't, you know, because I was afraid I was going to come to this podcast and I was just going to be the only one who didn't get any, you know, I, like, I, just, yeah. I didn't get it, you know. Uh, so I'm kind of glad that it wasn't just me on this. But like I said, I'm kind of a noob at those kind of games. But like I said, I, I like the concept. I like the art style to it. Uh, I did listen to podcasts while playing, so I can't comment on the music, unfortunately. So, but yeah, direction, like like Kevin said, direction, uh, just a little little hint, little nudge every now and then uh, probably would have kept me engaged a lot longer. You know, I I, yeah. I think this game does have a story. Um, I I'll talk about that briefly. It's very abstract, like everything else, like we were talking about. But basically, there is okay. So when you get this final area, you kind of go into the room. Like I said, there's a room that says exit, and you go through it, and you kind of do every single one of That's the puzzles. The same you exit can you can see right from the start, right? Because pretty much, yeah. Exit, you just can't get to it right away. Yeah, and then you have That's to do a certain fun. thing to go yeah. above the exit and jump down and into it, which okay. is kind of weird. Another thing where they don't give you any direction; you just had to figure it out how to look up exactly where to jump and stuff okay. and uh when you go in there you kind of get like hard versions of all the puzzles that you already did kind of and there is like this weird glowing blob like grayish brown like fuzzy looking blob you follow through the area and kind of basically the hint the way it, it's kind of showing you is that's what's messing up the world inside this like crazy test chamber it's making everything kind of topsy-turvy you know so pretty much you have to defeat this cube and base or just like cubish blob thing. And is it an actual fight? Like, is it attacking you or do you actually, is it just another puzzle where you just have to do it's a, it's a puzzle and it's kind of like you have to figure out how to get to it. And once you get to it, you can suck up that cube 
and as you suck up that cube the world around you gets kind of distorted and stuff and you have to go place it in the top of a silo so like this door opens up and you walk out on this bridge and you see a bunch of these silos and <laughs> you basically have to go on top of one of the silos and put this blob in there and it kind of like destroys the blob in front of you and then it rolls credits mm. so yeah, yeah so well, it kind of has a like abstract warning that's the ending folks <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you get to the ending i guess it's harder than I, I i thought i i don't feel like i'm good at these games i just feel like this one clicked with me i don't know i i feel like i figured it out pretty oh that's pretty good. good yeah i sat down one afternoon and played through the whole thing so i i figured i fig i figured it out you know you, you might be smarter than the both of us then uh, i don't i don't know uh, I'm, probably, I'm not saying i'm smarter i'm just saying i just this one just clicked with me you know oh so. and that's fine because yeah. you know and we're all going to have different flavors on this. That's for sure. And yeah. I said, uh, maybe if I would have had a little more experience with some first person puzzle games before going into this, I might've been able to click a little better, but you know, most of my first person shooter games involve guns and shooting zombies <laughs> and stuff. So <laughs> you know, the, the, the worst puzzle usually involves blowing something up. So, you know, or like those half-life puzzles where you have or to move box or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That was the most I ever had is when they gave me those, those puzzles with the gravity gun and half-life two and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I do wish that the, the uh, story was a little more engaging though, because yeah, I, one of the the things with like one of the pluses with Portal is how um, maniacal and evil Glados is as she's messing with you, you know, mm -hmm. in a very friendly and cordial way, and you just yeah. want to beat her, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you just want to get out of this. Like the character that you're playing as in Portal, it's kind of nondescript. It's it's almost like Gordon Freeman. Like it's just yeah, it's basically as Gordon Freeman just. Well, it's, it, it, it's some, it is a female. I don't know who. Like, uh, Chell. Yeah. And, you know, like you just want to get her out of this this situation, you know, where this game just doesn't have anything like that. Like you're just I you're kinda, in this thing. And... I kind of feel like a narrator, like an overtop narrator on this game actually would have worked. Like if you'd enter a room and then someone would talk to you and maybe they weren't talking directly to you, but it was maybe telling a story and maybe within the story would give you hints. And maybe that would have been a way to help explain the guns or stuff like that. You know, get like, the voice actor for like uh, Stanley parable or something. Oh, I love that voice actor. <laughs> yeah. We should uh, probably do that for this podcast someday, but yeah, uh, um, that would be really cool. Like, especially if you click the panel and he says the little thing, oh, there's yeah, like maybe. a little storyline that goes with it. That would be awesome. Yeah. And that way it could be like an option if you want to go through it blindly, but maybe if you click on the panel, then you'll get a narrative behind it where a guy will talk to you or, or tell you a story. And then, like I said, maybe that would be their way of giving you hints on how to use the weapons or, or a new mechanic that they're trying to throw in. Because it, it feels it's a very artsy feeling game anyway. It's very, you know, hey, high class and hey, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. How do you play? Just yeah, uh, pass the martinis, please. Uh, so I feel like just a narr uh, like some narrator, maybe a smarky one or something would have fit. But I suppose then, if it was a smarky one, they'd be like, oh, now we're really trying to be like Portal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but it, some, some carrot to to help you get yeah. through, you know, yeah. would have been would have been nice. No. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I'm going to start with my, uh, we want to do the big three questions. Do you think there's anything else to talk about here with this game? No. Yeah, I think no, we're, we're yeah. going to go to the big three, I suppose. Okay, big the three. big three questions. Is this a good game, and would you recommend people play it today, Kevin? No, go play Portal. Okay, uh, Ryan. I, I'm sadly, I, I don't want to break your heart, buddy, but I can't recommend it either. I know you like this game and you were worried about it, but that's okay. Uh, if you're a first-time puzzle person, no, stay away from it because it, it's going to turn you off. If you are, if you're curious and you like first-person puzzle games, give it a shot. I'll, I'll at least give it that. But if this is if this is your first first-person puzzle game, don't go do Portal. Start with something that will not completely blow your mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, I think this is a great game uh, with some issues. It's not perfect. Obviously, we talked about all that. I do recommend it with the caveat that you are into this style of game. Like, you th if this game really captures your imagination, um, sure. But if you get stuck, I think screw it and just look up a hint here and there because I think the way the game doesn't give you hints kind of just leads it to where you kind of have to occasionally go, oh, hey, I got to go on YouTube and see what the hell this is all about. But I think that the game is very engaging and some of the puzzles, I did have that moment where you look for in a puzzle game where you go oh my god hell yeah eureka awesome amazing yeah. you know which i had a couple times so if you're into the style of game and find it on a deep discount you know i think i bought this game for like two bucks way back in the day or whatever so get it on a deep discount. It was that expensive anyway i can't remember what i paid but it wasn't five bucks i think yeah. for me and that, that was canadian so it's probably three dollars for you guys yeah so it's super cheap super if you're cheap. to kill four or five hours with and don't mind looking up hints that doesn't bother you go ahead and give it a shot did you have to look up hints often josh uh the, the main two i did say were the what to do with the blue gun which is the drag and drop and then the exit that's the main two and that was the, that was it for oh. the most part i did look up one of the rooms there's like that red gun which i didn't even talk about which basically puts out like a spread of red like that you can walk up like a ladder almost or like a staircase it's really hard to basically you look at a wall and it make like a almost a diamond shape. And if you have a lot of keys, it makes it bigger. So you can walk up the side of it like a, a staircase, which I didn't know that. So basically, like you said, all this stuff is pretty much stuff they could uh, tutorialize. Like, hey, this is how you use this gun. And then, yeah. If you're super smart like Josh, play the game. If you're dumb like me and Kevin, then I'm a, I'm a dumb guy, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> what about that room where you walk in and you weren't allowed to look down? And if you look down, there was a big eyeball that would pop up, and then it would, the, the floor would disappear. But that, up, it's it's just kind of a dead end that spot. Oh, that's a dead end. Okay, I yeah. didn't figure that room out either. I didn't. There's know a, there's a couple of dead ends like that. There's one where you're walking around in like a circle, and then if you turn around, you're walking around the same exact staircase, and you can't get out unless you go back to the menu. You basically are <sighs> just stuck in the circle. Oh, yeah. Man. So unless you go back to the main area, you can't get out of it. So wow. Yeah, there, there's a couple of uh, dead ends there. So, Dead ends, too, in this game. Get ready for some dead ends. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, that's that's why it's hard to recommend. But like I said, it's... Like if, you can, if, you, if you don't... 80s era uh, adventure games where, you know, you do something that screw you up to the point where you can't finish the game unless if you back out or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I had fun with it. Uh, it's not a perfect puzzle game. But I think I think it's worth a shot with all those 
many, many caveats we did. So the second question is, is it best played on PC? Well, it's only on PC. So um, yeah, I, would, I would assume. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, the last question is, will you be playing more Antichamber anytime soon? No. Uh, no. I started uh, playing, uh, I actually started playing uh, uh, Scribble Knots after. <laughs> I, I, I will say, though, I, I, I wanted something relaxing to play. You know? yeah. I, I will say, though, I, I am happy that I tried it out. I'm yeah. happy that I, you know, now I know what Antichamber is all about. Yeah. I, and, I, I enjoyed the art style. I, I, I like what he was going for. I think he, if he had a few more years in him, a few Make more a games under his, yeah, if he had a few more games under his belt and he tackled this again, uh, it might come out uh, a bit in better form, at least for uh, more casual players, I would have to say. And uh, honestly, this is one of those games where I just wanted to play through it. So I was like, let's do this game. And I didn't know if you guys would hate it or not. And hey, that's oh, what it is. Right. but I don't think I'm going to go back and play it. I did beat it that initial day. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go back and I'm going to solve all the puzzles I didn't solve. And then I started doing a puzzle and I got stuck. And I'm like, you know what? Well, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm that's good. Another thing. <laughs> something it's, else. Yeah. So the direction, yeah. it's like, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know what you didn't? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, let's move on. Um, fun game for smart people. Uh, <laughs> any any final thoughts? I think that's we covered everything with this. So, yeah. It's it's not a it's not a game to talk to in depth about or anything. So <laughs> no, it's okay. It's it's a good experience. It was good to play through and and uh, and get that under our belt so we can say we tried. <laughs> okay. We do like you know? I wanted to get to an indie game eventually. You know, I, I think we've done a few, but you know like to get to some more so it's good to cover an indie game yeah for a change yeah uh, complete opposite of indie game next this month we're playing in the next month so for august and september we're going to be playing fallout new vegas anybody uh play this before or started um, it back up yet i have played it but i have not put much time into it so i'm going in relatively blind the first fallout game i ever played was actually fallout 4 so, oh. uh, yeah, so I'm going backwards. Um, I do own uh, the original Fallout and Fallout 2, just never played it, and I hear Fallout New Vegas by all the Fallout fans are the, is the one that people usually heap praise onto, so hopefully it'll be an enjoyable experience. So it's far, actually a little bit mixed. Uh, some people love it, some people don't, because it's made yeah. by Obsidian, yeah. uh, not uh, Bethesda. Yeah, Bethesda made all the other Fallout games except for the Interplay ones, the, the original uh, ones. But since three on, it's been uh, Bethesda, but Obsidian made this one. Okay, a lot of people like Obsidian. A lot of people like. There's a lot of Obsidian marks out there. Yeah, they they've definitely come to their own as a developer. Uh, yeah. You know, like this was ten years ago. You know, yeah. so they were doing. Uh, you know, this well, was something that was contracted out. They're from, recent. Game uh, Outer Outer Worlds, Out, the Outer Worlds, the yep. Outer Worlds. That one, I uh, I haven't. I, again, I I needed. It's one of those games I got to put a lot of time into. But what I did play, I really in, uh, enjoyed. Like at least the dialogue and the uh, the art aesthetic of that. Well, game, so. that game is almost a spiritual successor to to this. To this yeah. Okay. All right. Any uh, any tips? Because I know you've played it before, Kevin. Any tips for new players? when starting this or no well i played like this game is 10 years old already yeah. which is 
insane. Uh, and I did play it 10 years ago on the Xbox 360 um, mm-hmm. because I didn't have I didn't have a PC yet. I, 2011 is when I got back into PC gaming. Um, but I I'm as I I am playing it now. Um, I don't know how many hours I'm into it. Uh, I actually made it to Vegas uh, so yesterday. Like four or five hours, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And um, I, I, there's a lot that I have for, forgot. I, I don't. It's it, it's really weird because when I think back to like uh, Fallout Three, there's a lot that I remember about Fallout Three. But this game, I don't know. It's just I don't know if I was what mood I was in or something like that. Uh, it says, it says I've been playing, I played 15 hours. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I mean, there's a lot to explore in that first area, like when you first get out of the vault area. So, yeah, it's, um, at the beginning, it feels a little more streamlined than Fallout 3. Like, Fallout 3, it has this big, grandiose opening, and then yeah. it, the vault opens up, and you're in the world, and it's just like, I, go, I have this, go find. Oh, this one starts know, in, the, in the overworld, doesn't it? This one, from what I remember. This one, yeah, time. like you, yeah. you're you're um you're shot some guy shoots you matthew perry oh, yeah 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 and you're thrown into a grave uh and then a robot comes and saves you digs you out and then you're in this town and you don't know like what the heck happened you were a courier you had like a little mission you don't know why this guy shot you or anything like that or what the whole point is so now you're going to go find matthew perry and he's in uh new vegas um and you're like in the outskirts. Uh, if yeah. if you played Fallout Three, Fallout Three is kind of like Washington D.C. and all the outskirts and that. This is the same kind of thing where it's yeah. uh, Vegas and all the outskirts and that. So it's a little bit linear at the start, where that's your basically your main mission is to go and get get uh, find Matthew Perry. Um, there is like some other things that you can do that I have been doing, but basically the game is kind of always kind of pushing you to do that main quest. Yeah. Once you find him I, I don't think these are real spoilers or it's a big long game so yeah, yeah. 50, i'm only 15 hours in once you find him then the game really starts to open up uh yep. i was the... excited because uh, um it, the last time i played this game uh, i wasn't really much of a deep space nine fan 10 years ago now i am a deep space fine nine fan and uh odo from deep space nine is one of the voices in this game oh cool so, I was really happy about that. see i always run to the problem i did this with Fallout 4 is I just never would do the main quest. I would just start running off and yeah. doing every side quest given to me. So I have a feeling this is one of those games where we're going to get talking to it, and I'm probably just going to be like, well, I never beat the game, but I did all this other crap, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 like I, I said, like it kind of keeps you linear at first, so it keeps you focused. So. Yeah, you'll, yeah, it focuses you that a little bit. Like, you could still go do other stuff. It's not that restrictive. And actually, I think if you know where he is, you can just walk there. You can walk, like, if you already know where he is, you're trying to find clues to find out where he is at the start. It's fun walking. Uh, but what you, if you know, you could probably just go and walk to him. There is a little bit of a, a barrier before you can get to him. Uh, you need 2,000 credits or a really high speech. Um, that's the other thing, too, is I, I can talk a little bit about the character I created, too. You do create a character. and um, There's a lot of stats you can put points into i've noticed yeah yeah and uh what i decided to do for this uh was i uh made like my character really lucky and just left all the other stats low so made him like because i'm thinking new vegas right this is vegas yeah. i'm gonna make him but it doesn't seem to really have done anything yeah i don't my character doesn't seem to feel to be very lucky he needs a lot of skills so i i don't know if i'm 
if that's something that I would do if I'm playing it again, I think I would put some more skills. Like it seems like science is important. Guns, of course, speech, if you want probably. to shoot. Speech is important. The character, when I did play it a little bit, I did like just jack up like the speech or charisma or whatever it is because I like yeah. being able to like I, I, lock I hate picking it too. Yeah, lock picking. I hate it when they give you the option or like you have to be this level in order to do this speech dialogue. I'm, I'm running into that a lot, and I yeah. think that's because I just I have the the luck thing, and I should have put some points into other things. But you never know with these games, right? You never know. Like it might be open up something. That's kind uh, of the fun of it, though. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I will do speech and melee. No, I won't. Melee. And I, I'm, I'm not a big fan. And I'll, I'll say uh, another thing. Like money is. It, it, there's really way, uh, easy ways to milk the system and really? uh, and get money. So you don't have to worry too much about bartering. Like, so what if you have to pay like $2,000 or 2000 yeah. caps to get through something and you know, like there's no point in saving it. it like you're not going to like, you're, you're not going to need it later on. So spend, spend the money. Don't worry about it. Just, you know, take some time once in a while to actually build up some, are um are there any quality of life mods out there since it's it is an older game is there anything patches or anything that uh improves or fixes anything that might have been broken there is a whole bunch out there i i know there's a huge mod community for it yeah i'm just playing it vanilla okay. uh, because it's been so long and i'm like you know what i just want to play vanilla it looks good in 4k it there's a lot of pop in because of the the engine that they're using but that they're you know, still I, using to this day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. they didn't change it. They didn't go back and change it. Um, but, yeah. And I'll say, if you if you have played Fallout 4, and you're going back to this, Fallout 4, I, I, I haven't never finished that game. I, I feel like as if in Fallout 4, they threw too, way too much in there. Like, there's just way too much to do. They, yeah. Like, it's just all of it, and it's all kind of a little bit... And leveling up is extremely bland. streamlined, too. Yeah, and, and it's... It's more. I, I don't know. It's just. It's. It, they. They threw everything in there, including the kitchen sink, and it's just a little too bland. Whereas this is kind of focused a little more. So I think that's why people like this game a little more. The for the people who like it. But anyways. Well, the weapons break in this, don't they? Isn't there? It takes like... a very long time for them to break. You can actually. You can find some people. I can't, I can't, I can't. It's not like. It's not I like the the lot the Zelda game where it, it breaks. Uh, it, it takes them very long. The only thing is, when your weapon breaks down, it's not as effective either. But you can find people that will fix it for you for a, for a fee. And like I said, money is is fairly easy to come by. Uh, there's a card game uh, in in this game that um, I have no idea how to play it. I just I went online to find out how to win, <laughs> and that's that's all. I just use that strategy to win, and you can get a lot of money that way. There's also just you can collect junk and just bring them to dealers and sell junk like you know there's stuff that is really light but valuable that you can collect so you can collect a lot of it and then go in and trade it in for money although a lot of the places don't have like the there'll be a limit to what the vendor can sell because they'll have like a you know how much caps or whatever but it's yeah. not that hard to come by money in that game so uh, for me this is this is from my memory my favorite fallout um i've played all the f the first person i've never played the original two but uh, this is my favorite Fallout from memory, but it's been years and years since I played it. So yeah. looking forward to diving back in. I did think about playing it on Xbox, but I was like, no, this is a PC show. I'm gonna play it on. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny because I actually bought this. Uh, my brother-in-law is a Fallout fan, 
And before I owned New Vegas, I actually bought it for him for a Christmas present. And it's funny because anytime he'd come over and play, because sometimes we'd he'd just bring his laptop over, he'd always have a new character started because he'd get to a point he'd be like, I don't know, I think I screwed something up, so I needed to start a new character. I'm like, is this another new character? Like he would, <laughs> I'd be like, I got this far, and I don't know, I I, I start a new character. So I'm like, how many new yeah. characters do you have in this game? So for some reason, there's some part that he would get to that he would just get paranoid and be like, I think I built my character wrong. And he would just scrap it and just start a new character. I'm like, did you ever get to New Vegas? Yeah, it, it's it definitely if you want to explore every corner of the game, you're going to run into limitations, right, with whatever character you pick because you're not going to have whatever lockpick skill to get behind the, the scenes or whatever, right. like, there, there's an area right now where I'm like, I know what's going on. I know what's happening in here. And you you do want to go in and explore more on that, but you can't because your hands are tied or whatever. But you don't need to, right? You, like, yeah. you can just go and tell the guy that these people are no good. I, I know I'm being cryptic on purpose, but um, I, I think the game is designed like that to encourage you to, for, to replay it, right? To make another character and replay yeah. it. I remember replaying this game and doing a brawler, which is just get big hammers and Jack, you get super strong. You basically like run up to somebody and use vats and just destroy them instantly with one swing, which was pretty fun. So. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, just make a jacked guy with a hammer and that'll work, you know? Yeah. I mean, just like blast through everything. Oh, that's but I like the story is is really engaging and it, 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 it it's is really good. Yeah, it's good. So I encourage you to like, you know, explore other things in that too. But don't forget about that main campaign because it is fun. And then once you're finished it, you can still go and explore and do all the other things. It doesn't the game doesn't end. Um, and plus, I got all the DLC too to play through. Doesn't it like put you in the world after like the the final encounter? Doesn't yeah, it I, back in? I think. Yeah, I, I believe so. And then like an alien thing. DLC in there for it, or I want to play it. That was followed three. I uh, think. Three that had the alien one where yeah. you get abducted by aliens or yeah. something, or yeah. or your uh, your brain is in a jar. I can't remember what it That's was. That's gonna be all new to me. I never played the DLC, so it's gonna be fun. Well, I, I'm gonna have to start with the original, and I don't know if I'll be able to get to the DLC. Um, I, if I can make it happen, I'm gonna try to stream some too. So I streamed last night for like an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, it wasn't wasn't fallout or anything but yeah it's good times i gotta say though too like this game it doesn't um it, it kills me to say this but it, it's definitely got that like when it does it's not optimized too well for pc in terms of a mouse and keyboard it's definitely oh. yeah it definitely feels like a a, a controller uh game uh, so there's no like so you can't on my couch and play it on the, my tv well, time you, to look you, up mods. You can't uh, <laughs> assign uh, oh, weapons wow. to the Dude, numbers. Um, I mean, you could still play it with mouse and keyboard, but you can just tell like this is just kind of des- it's the type of game that's designed with the like even just playing the card game, that stupid card game. It's it was just really cumbersome with the keyboard and mouse. They didn't really design, they didn't really make it nice. <laughs> the second top mod for Fallout New Vegas is being able to play the game of Tetris on your Pip-Boy. Oh, that's cool. So when modded in Tetris, so you can play it on your Pip-Boy. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I guess a nightmare friend. Now there's... I've, seen, I've not seen anything in particular. Texture packs, weapon packs, 
more perks for now. Mod manager. I know they took the engine and made like a whole like California deal, like mod game for this game. With the same exact yeah, game. World, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. Professional voice actors carefully selected. Uh, blah, blah. Wow. Okay, I think I think we talked about Fallout New Vegas more than we did about Antichamber. So almost, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we do have a big announcement. We do. Yeah. Let's announce. Okay, so uh, it's going to be uh, coming up. We have Torchlight Two, which is going to be October, November, and then December, January is Screamer Two slash Racing Games, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So, uh, Kevin, what's this big announcement? What is going to be oh. our I'm I get giving the, it to you. To I get uh, the honor. Yes, and it's gonna be uh, so February and March. Day. I knew nothing about it until I got here. <laughs> February and March, we will be playing the PC exclusive, although it is on iOS. It's on iOS. If you want. But uh, mostly PC exclusive. Uh, yet another indie game. We are playing FTL faster than light. Mm-hmm. Woo! Woo! Uh, I've tried this game before, and uh, it's hard as balls. It is. I have uh, <laughs> never beat it. I, I've played it uh, quite a bit uh, myself. I didn't think roguelikes you're meant to actually beat. I just think you're meant to be happy you win a few times. Because <laughs> like yeah. a roguelike strategy game, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's all yeah. about managing this spaceship. It's a 2D game and managing oh, your crew oh, and jumping in different areas. And... This game so bad. <laughs> It's any any that involves managing stuff, I'm yeah. And while you're managing a starship, it feels very much like a Star Trek game, and you you pick up crew members along I, the way, I, and you pick I'm up Star, extra weapons. Star and, Trek is that a new show? I don't, oh, not the new show. No, forget mm-hmm. that. This is like old school Star oh. Trek. It was good oh, times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not so, the Family Guy Star Trek show. Family no, Guy. Oh my goodness. That was that's like uh, no, it's like Rick and Morty, right? It's no, 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 no. What's yeah. the one with um the guy who made Family Guy? He's in it. Oh no, that's the Orville. That show's good. Oh, Orville, yeah, Orville's Orville. great. Yeah. Yes. Get on Orville. Rest in peace, Orville. You only got one more season. Canceled? Enjoy oh, it. Yeah, it got canceled again. Wow. <laughs> it keeps getting canceled actually. That never seems know. to be a trend with things he makes, though, because that happened with Family Guy. It got canceled and then got yep. brought back, and then just they're like, oh, American canceled. Dad too, right? Isn't American, American Dad? Dad? I'm it's still going. Sure. It got bought by TBS and still going right, right now. Right, yeah. It's on okay. another network, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. F- FTL, uh, that's going to be fun. Another another tiny game to yep. talk about. Hopefully we have more positive uh, you know, t- conversations on that one than this one. <laughs> we'll have a super awesome guest. Yes. For it. We Maybe. Will. Who knows? Maybe. A lot can happen between now and then. You never right. know. Yeah, we might not even be here. Yeah, yeah, who knows? You'll be wiped out by the coronavirus. 20, 2020, you know. Oh. <laughs> this is end this on a down note, I guess. <laughs> how oh, dare we make plans for 2021, could, considering how oh, well 2020 is what going. Sony keeping Spider-Man all to themselves for the oh, Come oh, on. You know, I predicted that. I predicted that a long time ago. Um, I'm, I, it, I'm, and eventually happened. I mean, I, when the PlayStation 3 came out and it had that Spider-Man... Mm-hmm. font on the playstation 3 i was like man the, the sony's got the movies i bet you anything there's it, it's just gonna get to a point where spider-man will be a sony exclusive and it took 
like 10 years, but it finally, or actually longer than that, maybe 12 years, but it finally did happen. Being greedy, being greedy, that's all. Although I, I, everything I've seen of that new Avengers game just doesn't really look very impressive anyway, so it just could be a, a, a big shit show anyway, for all I know, but I don't know. I, I mean, the graphics even, like, the characters look goofy. They look like the stuntmen from the, the movie. <laughs> the Honestly, I haven't seen any of it. I don't know what. Uh, when they first announced it, I was found, like, we haven't had a good Avenger game in a while. Like, the last good Marvel Avengers game was the Ultimate Alliance series, you know? And so I was like, oh, cool, finally an Avenger game. And I haven't really been impressed. It's going to be on the PC, but I probably wouldn't be able to run it anyway with the graphics they're using, but... But yeah, I just I just thought the uproar about that about Sony only getting Spider-Man on the PlayStation is uh, for DLC. So there we go. Oh, is we that what's had, happening? So there's a yeah, I, I don't even know what's going DLC on. DLC characters <laughs> for it, but the Spider-Man DLC is only going to be on the PlayStation, not on I the see. Xbox or the PC. Yeah. So and everyone went nuts over it, and I think Josh tweeted a smarky remark, and I commented back to him that. Uh, he was wrong, and I was right, and stuff the, like that. How are people like? How are people surprised about that? The last Spider-Man game was a Sony exclusive. The well, upcoming Spider-Man are, game is a Sony exclusive. Like the Capcom fighting games, like Marvel versus Capcom, Spider-Man was in those games, and that was cross-platform. And there were other Marvel games in yeah. the past where he was cross-platform. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's so it's it's called. They gave the developer some money to make it an exclusive, and the developers taking that money because it's money. That's why. Who knows if it will remain an exclusive too? A lot of times these things it might be like Come a year or six yeah. months or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what people are suggesting. Like, oh, you know, make it exclusive for the first couple months and then put it on. Like at the uh, what's the the. Robot Dinosaur game is coming right. out. On yeah, it came out on PC like today, I think. Actually, yeah, there you go. So New recording. Yeah, eventually, that's out on P. I, man, I want to buy that game. Yeah, is that a good one? Well, it's I a great it. game. It's, I it's love a great it. game. Yeah. Apparently, I was reading it was really optimized well for the PC. Like it runs way better than it did on the on the PS4. So, what a shocker! Yeah, they said like ultra wide support and then all the graphics settings and everything are like what you would expect. So that's cool. That's awesome. Of putting time into your project, and you know, when you put it on a superior system like a PC, then you can get the best out of the game, you know. Yeah, <laughs> all right, okay. I think that's it. That's it. Let's crash the computer. Is anyone gonna plug anything, or are we just gonna? I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to plug? I don't know. I have a Twitter, and I also retro gamer ranting without an ing, just an n, and that's my Twitter. And then check on that, and uh, I think it's Retro Gamer Ranting on Twitch if I do a live stream, which I actually did do one the other day. So once in a blue moon, I do one of those. And also just look up um, Twitch H on YouTube, and that's my YouTube channel. Uh, and Or just Retro Gamer Ranting. So there's that. Okay. Uh, at Frantic Society on Twitter. Uh, but I have been dabbling with streaming. That's the same handle, Frantic Society. Uh Every other week, I do a ramble show where I talk about whatever called Frantic Thoughts. Uh, stick around for more uh, Cartridge Club. I was on Yoshi's Island, hosted with a couple of guests that haven't actually been on Cartridge Club ever before, so that was fun. And uh, just hanging around the Cartridge Club. 
I'll be I'll be here. Uh, you'll hear too much of my voice. So yeah. uh for me at uh buried underscore on underscore mars i can't get rid of the underscores because some jerk has buried at buried on mars he stole it in 2011 still has the handle sent out one tweet i think when i I first tried to follow you on twitter i accidentally followed him instead yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that guy that guy um what do i got going on doing the vinyl show over on Bill's uh, channel, STC Pod channel. Uh, we do that once a week where we talk about uh, vinyl records. Um, check out my YouTube channel. Do some Blu-ray stuff over there. I'm into everything now, man. I do the music. Yeah, I do the Blu-rays, movies. I find it fascinating games. that Walmart has vinyl now. At least, Yeah, it's pretty wild, eh? It's yeah. like I, in a million years, I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> what it's why, not... Why? It's, it's not, not like up here a, in Canada yet, but yeah, no. down in and in the states they have exclusive vinyl, like vinyl yeah. that you can only buy. At yeah, I was I was there looking for my my youngest just turned six, and I was in there looking for presents for him, and I'm just like, holy crap, they got vinyl! And you know what else they had when I was looking in the toy section? They brought back vintage Ghostbuster toys. Like yeah, they, I saw those. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I turned to my son. I'm like, this is what I used to play with when I was your age. It looks exactly yeah. like this, but it wasn't 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> He-Man, too. They brought He-Man back. That, that just shows you that it's all adults buying this stuff. Kids yeah, don't they, care, man. They don't care. They are on they their iPads. Toy, and... But they just jacked up the price. That's yeah. what they did. You know? yep. and it just pulls on your whole nostalgia. Thing. That's exactly what I used to play with. Look. Yeah. Well, I still <laughs> got my original Ghostbuster toys. So. I... I have them somewhere. I think I gave them to my kids, and now they're broken. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they're at my parents' attic somewhere, probably. I think I have, like, there's a bag, like a big plastic bag full of my old toys in my parents' attic. And uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, and I think my mom will probably just throw them out someday without even realizing it. And then one day I'll go looking for them and be like, they're gone. But, <laughs> yeah, my niece and nephew have all my old Lego. That's she- fine. Yeah, they, my mom did that with my comic book collection. I had the uh, death and rebirth of uh, Superman when it first happened, mm. and I, oh. I was at my house. And then one day I went there to get them, and they weren't there. Mm. And she was like, "Oh, you know, one of uh, your old roommates when they were uh, here, maybe they took them." I'm like, no, you <laughs> threw out my death and rebirth of Superman collection. Sad mm. uh, uh, Sad. Oh well. All right. Well, that was good. That's a good spot to end it. Right on that. And the death of Superman. Time to what do you say? Crash the computer. Crash the computer, bonk. Bye bye. Bye. Yippee! There'll be no wedding bells for today. Got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle, jingle, jangle, as I go riding merrily along. Jingle, jangle, and they sing, Oh, ain't you glad you're single? Jingle, jangle, and that song ain't so very far from wrong. Jingle, jangle, oh, Lily Bell, oh, Lily Bell, oh, Lily Bell, oh, Lily Bell, though I may have done some fooling, this is why I never fell. I got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle, jingle, jangle, as I go riding merrily along, jingle, jangle, and they 
they sing. Oh, ain't you glad you're single? Jingle, jangle. And that song ain't so very far from wrong. Jingle, jangle. Ain't so very far from wrong. 